Ladies and gentlemen, this is Star Road Style here with Star Road T back for another episode of the Star Road Podcast. How are you doing today, Tyler? I'm pretty good, man. I'm feeling pretty uh pretty excited to get into this one. It's been a um it's been a strange two weeks where I haven't done the typical level of gaming you would expect. Um just been busy with other things, right? But a little bit of after hours craziness, huh? Yeah, definitely. Work has definitely played a big part in that, but that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about games, and there's a lot of gaming-related news and topics that we are going to get into that have me very excited, Sterling. The news is hefty today. We can definitely say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, our discussion is actually something kind of playful that you uh, brought to the table. I'm pretty excited about it. But we're going to be doing a Christmas in July. Yeah. So no. what exactly does this entail, Tyler? Please explain. So <clears throat> Christmas in July, we're all familiar with that concept. So what it means to us is we both picked out a game for $20 or less that we wanted to gift to each other live on air on Steam. And... Uh, we're going to basically just do that and then react to it, talk about it, explain reasoning why. And then before next episode, we'll actually play the games and, and talk about that. So I'm uh, I'm pretty excited hey, for it. I'm pretty excited myself, dude. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to uh, like we talked about. <clears throat> it's uh, there's specific reasoning for why we pick the game we pick. Absolutely. And there were other, other games we thought about. We're going to go through that, too. Mm-hmm. The contenders for. Uh, the pick on this, you know. Definitely. So I think it's going to make a an interesting discussion. It's a little different than what we usually do. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, nice little change up. little relaxed topic. Probably won't take too long, you know, shorter than a yeah. typical discussion, but Maybe more excitement. Minutes. It's going to be condensed excitement because it's just like giving gifts, just like Christmas. And it sets us up for the discussion next time. Exactly. Because going to be discussing the games we played, man. Yep. Uh, so that's going to be a good one. The top five is totally what you'd expect from us. 100%. Uh, Nintendo Switch Online recommendations. Now, I think we approached the list two different ways here. Absolutely. You uh, tackled it from a lesser known hidden gems angle where I, t- yes. I went major franchise by major franchise. And I picked one the biggest item from each one, but we're also going to end up talking about at least one to four more games per entry. So you had a, you had a difficult, uh, little set of guidelines for the way you did yours. Cause that would have been too difficult for me, man. I think I kind of copped out of that with my, uh, method. Cause it's just so hard putting five out of, these legendary titles, you know, I, I saw. I, I thought maybe we should do the ones that people might have glossed over instead of the obvious gems, you know. That so that's how I approached my list. But and that sounds way I'm, more difficult to me. So I think it's a good. It's a that's good. That's funny. Yeah. Well, I think it's gonna be a good time, man. But uh, how about we get into the news? Let's do it. So the first thing we wanted to do was do a shout out, as okay. promised. As promised to the FC Star Road members that hung around. Legends. Uh, 
legends. These are people that have been here since, I believe, day one. We had a surge day one. I uh, had like 12 people in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, leveled out to about seven. And then these people have stayed. Uh, and it's it's given us character options. It's truly enhanced Essential our ones too. gameplay. Things that we would pick for ourselves if we could. Absolutely. And starting off appropriately with the Bowser we've been blessed with, who is Christamon. The is that the Bowser with like 24 shooting? He's got like 19 strength. His strength is, is up there. Unbelievable. Which is probably why we're switching to him and we're just yeeting everybody. Absolutely. Uh, it's Quan to you, number two, letter U. Blessed us with the peach. Very essential. And used very frequently. Uh, Sildownik with the Rosalina. Also essential. Definitely clutch. And then we got some other Mario boys like myself, Senpai and Azariah. And Senpai is rocking almost the same setup I got. I think nice. he's got one different gear piece. So, hey, uh, shout out to the Mario boys as well. A man I'm, of I'm culture. Obviously, I like to pick two Marios. Some, you know, I'm a Mario boy. So these guys give me another one to pick. Uh, so we had to shout out the, the team members, man. They really have stick. They stuck around. I mean, the game Doing came the out when? Yeah. Over, over a month at this point. Much appreciated. So we can't really message anybody on Switch, but shout out to the people. Uh, and glad we finally got to do that shout out. I feel like that was a long time coming. We've talked about potentially doing it from here, from, you know, time to time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's keep the Mario Sports hype rolling with the monthly Super Rush Golf Update. A.K.A. the every other podcast like must include. Yeah, the the reward unlock, really. Uh which this time around is classic Waluigi overalls. You love it. Yep. They've, they've been filling out all these classic outfits. So I'm interested to see. They did Mario, Luigi, Wario, and Waluigi. I'm interested to see now what, the, like, what next month is because they kind of completed that cycle, you know. At least with the overalls. With, these, with that specific uh, template, yeah. Like, do we have OG Bowser or no? You know, we'll see. We'll see. I th- I feel like these those types of things being in pairs makes sense because I think we got the Mario and Luigi back to back, and then we got the Wario and Waluigi back to back, and at one point we got the open tournament Mario and Luigi back to back somewhere in there as well. Haven't gotten any new characters on this one, have we? Not a single one. Hmm. I wonder if that's going to happen at all. Mm, I would love to see them. Obviously, this is a little far-fetched, but they really brought a lot of DLC characters and interesting characters to Mario Kart 8 through the iterations where you have, you know, a lot of Legend of Zelda characters, Animal Crossing stuff going on. Like, imagine that treatment. Imagine an Animal Crossing level golf course like how amazing yeah. would that be i'd probably take oh, that over shit. a new character i think i'd take new courses over new characters and we have gotten those to be fair you're making my my brain run wild but you know it's too bad that they don't let uh have some type of collaboration with people who design games companies who are known oh, for designing man. games right and 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 they they make 
a course. That'd be you know, awesome. They just, they just design a course, and there's just this compilation of courses from known developers or something. Kind of like, remember on Super Mario Maker 2, whenever like the uh, developer of Celeste made a handful of levels, and they were like pretty popular. Totally. That You like to see that type of shit. Yeah, you know? man. It's too bad we can't get more course variety. I'm Not that I'm upset with the amount we have. Uh, and they did the most with the last ones we got. Those like the two best so oh far, honestly. Oh my gosh, no question. Uh, Shell Top and All Star. Uh, the All Star. Absolutely. Unbelievable. All Star so course is something else. Definitely. And it's funny because it actually makes me think about uh, I'm wondering when we're going to see Mario items on Switch Sports. I don't know if that, that just seems like a thing, you know. I think it's a pretty safe bet. Because uh, I'm, I'm waiting on that. But my man has not put Switch Sports down. No, no, I really haven't, man. I'm, I'm a bowling boy. That's actually my title in the game, bowling boy. Fair enough. Uh, and that says it all, dude. I mean, I'm regularly on there bowling. Uh, but next up on the list, man, we didn't really put it in earlier, but RE4 Remake. We really haven't talked about it, but it's kind of been in the news for a bit. Pretty exciting, uh, it's, man. It's something sensitive to us. Yeah, I I feel like we talked about this off the cast, um, but if we have, then so be it. Uh, I, I really feel like I'm I'm gonna be pleased with it because what they did with RE2 especially was pretty special with that remake, right? So yeah, totally. giving that level of care to RE4, a game that I know as much about as probably any game individually, period. Like, it's going to be very interesting to look at all the similarities and differences in a game with that is a remake, but with that much, like, done to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, Uh, I think... A lot of people are not going to be happy because they're purists. And it's it's easy to be that way with something like RE4. Uh, you don't want to see anything changed. You love the game so much as it is, it's easy to, to piss someone off. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to approach it with a fresh mind. You got to think about how different the original RE2 and the remake actually are. Very I mean, they're drastic, drastically different. Yeah, I'm expecting it to be uh, pretty different. I'm expecting it to be very different. So I feel like a lot of people are going to be up, upset about the portrayal of certain things. They're probably not going to like the merchant or this or that and the other. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of iconic things in this game that they might not do the way. And also the, the, yeah. they might um, exclude some things from the story. I think that's what would piss people off the most. They, and they if might they, change if, some story elements entirely. Yeah, and I think that's where they're really going to lose people. I think Probably that not people, me, though. I, I'm going to approach it as a new experience. I'm not going to sit yeah. here and li- listen to it or play it like I'm listening to a cover song. No. This is, I'm, I'm looking at this as an inspired endeavor, like, a, like an RE engine current game that's 100% like inspired. Ruby. Yeah, that type of thing. Where they, they remake it, but they are just giving it a complete fresh coat of paint and changing things around a little bit. Yeah. I'm, maybe somebody was upset with the Latios and Latios flying. I don't know. It's kind of hard to be upset with that, but, uh, uh you know, th- what I mean is 
RE4 is going to have purists that are like, there's no laser or there's there's no, you know, if, say they leave that out. There's been a lot of speculation that's not going to be in the game. Uh, that yeah, That will be strange, but... It's such a weird design that was so specific to that game. Like, it wouldn't like surprise a, me. It wouldn't surprise it wouldn't me if surprise they left me, it out. But at the same time, I wouldn't want to... Uh, I feel like that's the way to play it. You're replacing that dot. I mean, that's... If something's coming up in your face, dude, that big red dot covering <laughs> their face, you know you're, you're on target, you know? Yeah. That was like the thrill of RE4. That dog gets yeah. too big. You're out of time. <laughs> but if they throw a crosshair on the screen, it's really not going to ruin the game for me. Seriously. I don't think it will. I think it'll be... Yeah, I'm very curious. I don't know if we really got much from the trailer that would indicate one way or the other. No, we, we haven't gotten any real raw gameplay, it seems. We just got a very short look at Almost, the presentation. Yeah, just like the graphics. Like it was yeah. almost just like a tech demo of the graphics. And there's so much shit that people have made themselves and it's just, you know, it's all over the place. You can't know what's real from the game and <laughs> what's not. You have to really just stick to these trailers they put out and take mm. it take them for what they are as they are, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, man, it's we're it's excited for that. We, definitely. And we got an announcement for the release date of Bayonetta 3. Uh, and I actually uh, like the date they picked because it's another one of these well-timed Halloween releases. Okay. But it's October 28th nice. this year. That seems pertinent. It reminds me when we got Luigi's Mansion 3 on Halloween. And that was such a great time. Because yeah. I went and picked it up that night. or might have picked it up the midnight before Halloween. And uh, that's what we spent Halloween doing, co-oping that. And y'all played that. You know how fun that is. That's a great game, man. What a great co-op experience. That, that, that Whenever they do, like, the selects or, like, the, the hard hitter line, Luigi's Mansion 3 is going to be on that line. I think so. I think there's no question about it. Uh, but they haven't really done that yet with the Switch, on, like, a selects or, like, a... Greatest, greatest hits, hits. Game of the yeah, Year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. I guess we'll see what they call it. Probably be something very similar, like Nintendo Selects, you know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Bayonetta 3, we're looking forward to it. I need to go back and play the other Bayonetta games, because this looks really cool, and I'd like to play it. I've never played them, but I've heard them uh, compared to, and I've seen some gameplay, but I, I know they're compared favorably to Devil May Cry and those type of games. Um, I which, think Dante might even be in this. I'm, I, I'm, maybe I'm wrong, but... No, I think you're probably dead on. They've been leaking those two for a while, it seems. I think I saw Dante in the last trailer. Pretty cool, but yeah. And they did that, they did, they did that Devil May Cry outro. That's right. That I one. do remember, I remember that. That trailer, yeah. The original trailer, it's been out for a while, but they uh, now we've got a date. Yep. October 28th. Nice. Uh, Kirby's Dream Buffet. That was this was interesting. I did not see anything like this coming. I think it looks delightful. I really like the graphics. I really like the visual presentation of this. It kind of it kind of has that forgotten land care in it. You know what I mean? It's definitely got that, the same sound design elements and stuff like that. I, I think that's of course the gameplay is not going to be comparable because it's seems like it's in the style of like a Fall Guys type game. Okay. Uh, but 
but the way this and I have I've actually installed Fall Guys on my Switch. It's on Switch now, mm-hmm. uh, but haven't played it still. But without playing Fall Guys, this looks like an interesting game. You know, not being fully aware of the genre uh, or, or anything like that. This looks like a fun game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the, all they said was this summer. That's the only details we got on it. But we don't even know a price or anything, do we? It's probably if I had to imagine. Uh, Free to play, maybe. Free to play, four ninety nine. Something. I guess there. we'll see. Yeah, it looks pretty fun though. I mean, if it's got a low price tag, I'm highly inclined to play it. Yeah, I'd rather it have a low price tag than it be a free to play game with a bunch of pay to win elements. Definitely agree with that. Any day, four ninety nine for the full game. Yeah, or even just ten bucks or something, and then there'd be like a five dollar DLC. I'm fine with that. Yeah. But I we'll agree. See, I don't we'll like, see what's up with that. We haven't seen Nintendo go down that path too hard for Switch titles yet. I mean, for things that they're pushing hard anyway. Yeah, but they have done some things with their on- online service. But uh, none of them have many microtransactions. I mean, Tetris 99 had the big block DLC. Uh, but... To me, that's, I mean, it was but completely optional. we don't see optional. crystals and gems and exactly. stuff like that. Exactly. Yeah. No, yeah. You, have, you have your tickets that you unlock items with, but there's no, like, buy tickets with real money. It's mm. just unlocked in the game doing Correct, daily yeah. missions. I think the point is that you already paid in because it's a paid subscription to Nintendo's online service. That's what you'd want, yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe if Kirby's free with the upgrade, something like that, that'd be pretty good. Like an expansion pack member online Throw game. in, yeah. And that'd be fantastic. Uh, next up on the list, man, we've got a beautiful console to talk about. Uh, the Splatoon 3 edition Switch OLED. Oh, yeah. Now, I sent this to you immediately. And I, my first response was probably the same as yours. The Joy-Cons are, are insane. They are beautiful. And like I said, they, as if they didn't go far enough, they gave them those white backs. Oh, yeah. And totally sealed the deal. Uh, but, I mean, this, this thing is fantastic. I love, like, the white with the ink on it. You know, like, mm-hmm. something about a white dock. I, f- I feel like ever since they had announced the original one and when they had the Animal Crossing one. Yeah, the Animal Crossing so, some- is, is still high on the list of these... Yeah, but but this specific, we've both got the Splatoon Joy-Cons. But That's true. This, this color palette is like a yellowish bleeding to lime green and then like a purple to like a lighter purple. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is, these are nice, bro. This is the first time we've seen this type of color on a Joy-Con. It almost looks like a bowling ball or something, the way the colors kind of bleed, you know? Highly enticing. I mean, you know, if the if the Steam Deck wasn't a thing, still waiting on the email. Uh, Soon, man, it's got to be. I, I probably would would have gotten a Switch OLED if uh, really if the Steam Deck wasn't a thing. Oh, I think so, but I think the Steam Deck kind of nudged it itself in as a new a new thing that can be had for the same similar too price much, point. Too much shit on Steam. I'd love to play on the toilet. Taking a shit, dude. <laughs> and after play, after getting hands-on with the Steam Deck, I see shooters are very competent. Yeah, you got into Quake and, I mean, had a good experience with it immediately. Yeah, yeah. The, the whole fingers down on the stick, gyro. Feels it, nice. It, 
It feels nice. And it's very adjustable. That's what I like is if it's too sensitive, not sensitive enough, everything has a million tick, you know, slider that you can adjust to change yeah. the sensitivity and anything. Every control yeah. is so customizable. You love to see it, man. I, I, I'm kind of operating off the notion uh, if I plug in my pro controller and it's it's going with the game, that it's probably going to be pretty seamless on Steam Deck. I don't imagine that it's going to pick up a wired pro controller uh, better than it's going to pick up. It's like proprietary hardware like that's built into the Steam Deck. You no know? question. Yeah. It, sh- it should recognize the inputs just as well as a pro controller. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Most so games with controller-style inputs aren't an issue on Steam Deck where you get into... like other quirks and weirdnesses when you start trying to play completely different genres of games like rts's and stuff like that that's for me that's where you have to get really and i'm sure some some older shit also i I imagine a lot of older shit isn't exactly optimized if the launcher is really janky on some of these older games right like like you installed Unreal 2004. I haven't. I don't. I haven't booted that on the Steam Deck. But you know that launcher is like old school. Oh Even yeah. though it's on Steam, like they're still using the original. Oh yeah. They're still like using that, the original whole, software. That whole room, like find the room. Well, yeah, but just like going. yeah, it, it's it's just this old style. Like, what would pop up when you put in the disc and and your PC did autoplay and it's like play read me you know what i mean and then it launches the game from there Mm -hmm. (laughs) but anyway um Uh, but yeah this the switch oled is going to be coming out uh, august 26th just before Uh, splatoon right it's coming out in september i I forgot what the release date of splatoon 3 is to be honest with you i I would imagine it'd be in tandem with the with the game that makes sense I, i would hope that they offer a bundle did they do that yeah. with the Animal Crossing? I can't remember. No, they did not include the game. No way. So I don't, they're probably not going to do it here either. What a scam. Uh, but <laughs> also, coming out, <laughs> also coming out with a Pro Controller in a carrying case, uh, 9-9, September 9th. The Pro Controller looks pretty amazing. Uh, I'm still a big fan of the Xenoblade 2 one mm-hmm. that I have. I think that's the coolest Pro Controller. And, of course, you'd love the Smash one because it's got a Smash emblem on it. That's all it needs to have. Those bad boys are expensive now, though. Oh, yeah. Definitely, bro. So are the Smash logo GameCube controllers that came out with the Wii U. Uh, oh, you can't still get them for like 60, 80 bucks? I don't think so, man. Maybe you can, but that, to me, is still expensive. Like yeah. 70 bucks for a GameCube controller is pretty rough. Ooh, quick, quick, quick GameCube update. Um, oh. Over the wedding weekend, as we were leaving, uh, Nick gave me his GameCube and Smash Melee disc to tide me over while I'm dealing with my current difficulties because my house is the only place that Melee gets played at. So so that's pretty exciting. You got a disc that fires right up is what you're saying. And it, yeah, I just have the whole the whole GameCube and disc so I can just completely run off of his setup. And then if he wants it back, I can just give it straight back to him. That's what's up, dude. 
So melee that's pretty on exciting. tap. That's what you want. I mean, I need, you want melee that's on what tap. I, like that. I think that's what's been wrong in my life is just not having melee playable. It throws off my complete energy. So wait, uh, maybe I'm backtracking incorrectly. Did your melee disc stop working altogether? Oh shit! We probably already said our grievances on here, and I just we forgot. Did, yeah, dude. it was not too long ago, but it uh, it was a rough it was a rough one. It was just the end. We I I finally like I got it to play the last time, and then we hit the name entry screen, and that was over. Like oh. you know how it loads in every segment of the game, kind of one yeah. by one, and then once just, you get them all, you're good. Oh. So, so it was sorry, when we got to that point, I had been like trying for like 30 minutes. So not what you want, but I will repair it and, and figure out all that and get it, get my own new melee disc or whatever. But at least we have something to play melee at the moment. We got to see about putting Slippy and uh, Smash Ladder and shit on the Steam Deck. That'd be some shit. Yeah. How would you feel playing Smash on a Steam Deck? control wise I don't know so things that I've emulated like I have not given them the time that it takes to make them work properly like I tried emulating Mario Kart Wii which of course it being a Wii adds another element of difficulty because the Wii mote is so ingrained in the controls for these games which I don't have on the Steam Deck right Mm -hmm. um and I'm sure there's ways around that, but I haven't, I didn't make it that far. So I don't know. The short answer is if I could get it working control wise perfectly, I'd be into it. I would be interested to see the latency because Smash is like Melee, especially, is so dependent on every frame being up to the second because there's no input buffering like in every other Smash. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? So totally. That yeah. would be, that would be my concern. But if I could get, if it, if it proved to be pretty stable, I'd definitely be into it. I, I would probably be more likely Hell to yeah. just hook up my Mayflash to my actual PC and do it that way. And, and that's the big brain play. Yeah, I think that's that's probably where I'd where I'd want to be. Definitely, uh, we're, where we're going to be next episode of the podcast is going to be in a pretty good spot because this Friday we're getting live alive on the twenty second. Friday yeah, after that, we're getting Xenoblade Chronicles three on the 29th. What's the price? The- that's 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 insane, man. I feel like I'm just gonna lose you down a well after that <laughs> game comes out. Oh man, we'll see, man. We'll see. I, I like to chip away at these games, and I like to really have full attention. So sometimes I don't get to play them as much because of that. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes these RPGs, though, it just takes one play session to send you to the shadow realm of addiction. Like Totally. And, like, and, and people are already hype on the battle system for, for Xenoblade 3. And, and, and if they're improving on what they've already got with 2, it's just crazy. That was uh, what happened with, with me with Triangle Strategy. Like, I didn't play the game for about two or three weeks after I started it and got stuck. And then came back, got unstuck, and played for a really long play session. And that was it. Like Finished it and you still get on. I, I was on yesterday for the first time in about a week or two. I saw you. We were bowling, man. I saw you get on. We yep. were unlocking the new I, set. They just came out with the, uh, what's the, new, the volleyball set. On Switch Sports. I lost my ass on that fight, man. When you saw me go offline, that's because I rage quit. 
<laughs> what instance are we talking about? Triangle strategy, man. I oh, I, I got my okay. I got my 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 head knocked off a couple oh, times fuck. in a row. Yeah. Oh, going back through the game with the difficulty on new up. game plus. Yeah, it's hard. Oh shit. You yeah. gotta. I had to protect Roland, man, and that guy's made a paper. Like, I just don't oh, know what man. to say. Poor Roland. Poor you. But anyway. Uh, yeah, moving on, we got some quite a Xenoblade. bit of news left to cover. We do. Xenoblade definitely coming out. Uh, we'll talk about these next podcast. I'm getting Live Alive also. You, asked, you was asking me about a price on something. I think I cut you off. On Live Alive. Oh, that's going to be $49.99, physical or digital. That's very attractive to come out the gate uh, $10 off like that because this looks to be another one of those Octopath triangle strategy graphic card way? hit. I do. I, I do that. That's why I'm in on it. Definitely. I think okay. it's going to be right in the family, dude. It's going right. to be fantastic. I'll be interested to I'll be interested to see. I, I didn't I didn't get into the demo like I meant to. I'll be completely honest. Yeah, fire into the demo, man. I if you know, if you like what you see, I I feel like you you're going to with the um, uh the two Square Enix games coming out in the next 2 months, it's going to be tough to find the time. Yeah, September. Yeah, we're going to talk about that in a minute, but September is coming quick. Yeah, and there's the other game that we talked about last podcast, the farming game. Harvestella, yeah. Harvestella. Isn't that coming Ooh. out also like next month? I'm not sure, but oh, that's going to be a definite pickup. That's no going to have to. Uh, did they say anything about a multiplayer aspect to that or no? I don't know. I honestly don't remember. They I don't, I don't have remember. To have one. I feel like that would have stuck out to us immediately if they had. They don't have to have one, but if they did, that'd be fantastic because we'll both be playing it. That's all. I'm going to find the Harvestella release date, but yes, take us through. Uh, Pokemon Puzzle League, now on the Switch Online for expansion pack members on 64. Love to see it. I actually had this Love game. Love to see it. Did you really on cartridge? I did. No shit. Mm-hmm. That's it pretty was, amazing, It was pretty bro. basic, like... Um, like your typical two block, you know, you flip them, but it's a good game, man. I will definitely yeah, like boot your, it. Your, I'll boot your it color on the match awesome. Mario. Oh, I'm gonna boot it for sure. But it's, I guess, it's like your Doctor Mario match the color type of totally. block stacking. Yeah, situation. but it's a good. I mean, it's a good puzzle game. It, it it feels like you want like it hits you in that exact blocks yeah, falling I, puzzle game place for sure. I I actually had never played it. So this is actually a 64 title. I You'll like played. it, man. If you like... I'm sure I will. Yeah. I mean, if love you Tetris, love Tetris love, so much, yep. yeah. Um, November 4th on Harvestella. So we got two months until what we're going to talk about here in a second, and then two more months until that. So that's not too bad. Nah, we don't even know that Harvestella is like a uh, $60 game. I feel pretty confident that it will be. Even though, I mean, that's not going to make me shy away from it if it is. No, not me. That'd make me, that'd make me more amped up about the game because $60 status on a concept like that, shit. Uh, but moving on with the news, man. Look, we're not going to cover the whole Bandai Namco leak, but we just wanted to touch upon the fact that Little Nightmares 3 was included in that leak. For what it's worth, we don't know the credibility but, uh, but it's, lo- it's exciting nonetheless. Yeah, so they're talking Q2 2023. 
and I happened to notice on Steam recently that they they're doing this thing where that they want you to submit like your worst nightmare you've had hmm. uh, for something they're doing, and then there you know there's prizes you can win and shit like that. Mm. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Ah, that they're kind of getting, getting a little bit of. A little, little bit of crowdsourcing motion. for some design space. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're interesting to see some feedback requests. And this is posted on the Little Nightmares and the Little Nightmares 2, you know, like the developer feeds That's on That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool, man. Uh, I got to say. Uh, oddly timed. So we, so we hear about, oh, Q2 next year, Little Nightmares mm. 3 in the leak. Uh, like I say, uh, for what it's worth. But hey, dude, that's pretty hopeful. I mean... I didn't think we'd see DLC on two because they kind of started off with DLC on two mm-hmm. out the gate. They already mm-hmm. had DLC. They had the gnome in the attic, you know. Yeah. Uh, that whole scenario. So maybe it's a whole third game, man. Maybe there's a place, you know, placeholder name for what could be some big DLC to two. Who knows? Uh, only time will tell, man. That's exciting, though. What's really exciting is Glover. That that's something that's a legacy on this podcast. Yeah, we 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 started talking about Glover a long time ago. This man right here. Just so happened to have him right. I had him right on top with some games off of him. Uh, so we just realized recently that we've had Glover on Steam available since four twenty this year. <laughs> and that was a bit of a punch to the gut, don't you think? It, yeah, but it's also typical for us because we're not plugged into. It's hard to know everything that's coming out all the time. Yeah, totally. Uh, and of course, something like Glover is not going to be the top IGN headline, you know, right. for for us to get fed to us from one direction or another. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess it is easy for Glover to slip under the radar. Uh, but you know something, I actually purchased this yesterday. I had, I had meant to get it as soon as we talked about it recently. We're like, oh, shit, Glover's on Steam. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I finally got around to it yesterday and played it for a while with the Pro Controller, dude. Just fantastic. I mean, awesome. I had just played it on 64 recently. So I saw the mixed reviews, everybody bitching. You know, I, anytime you see a port, it's going to be like dead down the middle. People who are like, if you love the game, just get it. You'll love it. And then there's people who are like, fuck this. It's a shit port. Uh, so I I bit the bullet, dude. Got it. I think it plays fantastically. They I think you'll be interested to know they actually include the PC and 64 version, the version we know, but they also have the PlayStation One version, which is a completely different game with different graphics. Uh, only issue I saw people bitching about the analog stick not working. You have to use the D-pad. I had the same experience. Uh, so if they get that sorted out, maybe we can map the analog stick and just move on with our business. Uh, but it's really cool that they had those two versions of the game available with the 19.99 price tag. Because they have a launcher whenever you start it. Play Windows version, play PS1. Interesting. So that's cool. I mean, I, you kind of look both? at that. and I did try both. Did, did you find the controls to be the same on both? Absolutely not. No <laughs> fucking way. No way. No the P- the PS one the PS one side needs some work. Okay, maybe that's. Which, I look at that as a bonus. The fact that they include the PS one. Uh, so it 
that's okay because when I fired into the Windows version, the 64 version, you know, uh, it plays perfect. I mean, I have no complaints. I the was, PS1 is the one that I that I definitely grew up with. Like that's crazy because like that's not the version I grew up with. That's yeah. so funny. But I thought you played it on on PC. I had it on PC, but I also rented it on PS1. Because I think the PC and the 64 version are, are almost same, same. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I got to tell you, dude, this port is pretty good. I mean, like, even if the PS1 side may need some work from the jump uh, with the setup, with the controls, mm. it's really cool that you get both games in one. I mean, that they didn't have to do that. Yeah, for 1999, I could have I got flat out Glover with that I remember, and I'd have been more than happy. Or they could have picked one and put it on there, and you would have, like... Just picked one arbitrarily, right? And be like, that's what it is. If they would if they would have put the PS1 one, I would have been like, uh, what the fuck is this? If that was the default, you know, I'd have been like, this isn't the Glover I remember. PS1 was the but first I'm, one though, right? That was the one that came out initially. I don't believe so. No? No, I think I feel like it's a it's a watered down version of oh, Glover. Really? Maybe so. In a way. I mean, you start the game out and you're already collecting garbs like in the fucking home world. You know, it's like a little different. I remember there uh, not being a tutorial at all and being very confused by that. Oh, on the PS1 one? Yeah. Yeah, because you you jump down the well on the 64 and Windows version and you get a whole tutorial section. Yeah, I remember not. I remember having a tough time with the game because of that. Glove is a game that you need to go through the tutorial and understand it. And after that, you're going to be dribbling around and having a wonderful time. Yeah. Uh, but the, another reason we brought Glover up is because I recently sent you this limited run. They got pre-orders open for right now till July 31st. This is quite the intriguing package. Uh, my only gripe with it, just off top, just to why I wouldn't dive on it. Cause I've been thinking about this. I'm surprised you it, haven't dived on it already. To be honest, how much is, is the it? Only, it's eighty nine ninety nine. Okay. That's a lot of money. This is, if it was a switch port and it was a switch physical and it was a deluxe for a switch. Oh, it's not Glover, a switch game. No, it's a reproduced cartridge. Oh, so as I just showed, I have an authentic Glover. I see. So I don't. No, I like that I like slipped the by extras. me when I looked at it. I think you sent it to me at like midnight. Yeah. So it's a. It, it comes with an N sixty four game box, but it's not official. It's limited runs. That's interesting. N6, yeah. If you don't have a copy of Glover, this is interesting. Which I but don't. I have one. What? Yeah. But I bet that you'd probably rather pay like 30 bucks and get you a, an authentic copy of Glover than get a reproduced cart. Yes, uh, I'd probably just play it on Steam and be happy with that, to be honest. It, it's not a game it's a, that I feel like I need to own physically. I did. I'll, I'll admit, I felt like I had to own it again. I, it was a rental back in the day. I had yeah. to own that just to have that feeling. Uh, but yeah, you're right. The Steam port now makes it to where you can not feel so bad about not having the cart because you could play it on your Steam Deck or your PC. Uh, but the everything included in this package is very nice. It's a nice deluxe edition. I really thought about it. Uh, if, but if it would have been a Switch version, I think I would have maybe done it, dude. 
uh, the fact that it's a reproduced cart and already have an authentic one, that kind of, that was what tipped the scale. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought that, I thought it would be a switch like cart of the port, which uh, it, that's weird timing. I would have, I actually would have loved to get Glover on the switch. It's just not a, it's not a thing yet. Now when it gets ported to the switch, I'm sure a limited run is going to do this exact thing with the switch version. Then we'll, this then is, we'll talk. Then we'll talk. And I'm sure they're going to do it. They are definitely going to do it. Uh, the switch is a big portion of what they do. So they, they jump on this shit, you know? Now, the last thing we're going to talk about today is a game I think I alerted you to. Yep. But it's definitely in our wheelhouse. Yeah, this this had my attention immediately. We already alluded to it earlier in the news, but yeah. The Diofield Chronicle. Yeah. This game looks By awesome, Square dude. Enix. A Square, Square Enix, Enix title. Limited Japan love to see it this game looks incredible it's a tactical field-based rpg but it looks like there's also a more turn-based element to it in the direct combat sense it's almost like you navigate the board to get to your turn-based fight yeah it doesn't seem automatic battle automatic combat like fire emblem or something like that seems or, like a little or different or just like fully field oriented like like um triangle strategy yeah like attack selector you attack yeah yeah cuz like there's no cutaway in triangle strategy like there is in fire emblem for exist like for example it looks like we're getting a little more rpg combat and it looks the graphics look really nice as well. I oh, was yeah. super pleased to see that it was coming to Switch when I saw the graphics. I think you said oh, the same. Like I said, as I'm watching it, I ruled out that it was going to be on the Switch. I thought this was going to say Xbox One, PS5, uh, or Xbox Series X, yeah. PS5. You know, and then sure enough, bottom left, dude, that little red Switch. Emblem. It was weird because I, like, no I didn't shit. see it at first. It was like so much smaller than all the other logos in the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's not very distinct, is it, from that the size that it's on there? Yeah. Uh, but it was there, and it I was, was happy there. to see it. Cause, yeah. And you know, when I sent this over, I said, Tyler's either going to really, really be into this, or he's going to be like, we just played Triangle Strategy. Why? No, man. That wasn't builds sure. on... I've been craving more Triangle Strategy content, like a DLC or something like that. So this is going to be what i do instead most like that's that's pretty much where it falls for me yeah and i'll be finishing triangle strategy because that's i decided that's going to be my idle solo when i'm not fucking with the bowling i really only do runs maybe twice a week man you know uh on the bowling i just play nightly for the fun of it but as far as like sit down gaming triangle strategy is going to be my has to happen that and it's one I'm still bouncing to Arceus, too, you know? Oh, yeah, man. That's always a chipping away grind. at Arceus. I know, but I'm always chipping away at it slowly. Both those games are, are just as good handheld as they are on the TV, which is a big that's help. The, that's the beauty of it. That's why I make that my solo, you know, endeavor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, man, I got to tell you, closing out the news... Uh, when we when we talk about Glover, I just wanted to bring Glover back up one more time. 
uh, you often think back and you wonder, did we love Glover because he was it was a good game or is it just a nostalgic memory? I really do feel like it was a revolutionary concept. And when I play Glover, I feel like I'm playing Super Mario 64. I get that same That's high praise, that same type of euphoric nostalgia. They both, you know, that's not to compare the games next to each other. Just the feeling you get from them. Sure. It's very comparable, you know. Hey, that's pretty and, that's uh, pretty high praise, like I said. As an adult to play through it and have fun with it, man, and it and it just, you know, it's really cool to play something as an adult that you haven't really gotten it into into like you were when you were a kid and it's still just as enjoyable it still hits you the same way definitely uh, we've, we've come across some things that haven't hit us the same way that they have in the past so definitely <laughs> it's just nice to to have like a fandom that lives on you know for sure so long live glover that's the closeout for the news nice uh time for christmas in july now this is a little exciting you know a little bit of gift giving uh, a little bit of unknown nature to this. A little bit of uh, festivities, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Christmas in name only, obviously. Uh, this podcast <laughs> is not affiliated with any religion officially. Uh, no, no. <laughs> but no, we not just wanted officially. to give a little gift. So, yep. so, so who's going first, Tyler? I feel like I feel like we should send them at the same time. Tell me when to send it. All right. On go. I got my finger over the purchase button. So do I. All right. Three, two, one, go. Oh, there it is. Accept gift. That was pretty good timing. Yeah. Tome. Hell yeah, dude. We talked about this on the podcast. I was actually really interested in playing this. We talked about this on the podcast for sure. And we've talked about my, my purchase as well. Ronan, you've brought this up only recently. I, I, yeah, I've brought it up passingly a couple different times, but it's a Devolver digital game that, that you should play. Ronan, I am definitely going to play this because part of this segment is that we're both going to play the game. It's and we're required talk by about law. Them. Yeah, you can't. Required by law. We're playing these games and we're hashing them out in next episode's discussion. Yeah, but I'm excited, man. This this game I did have a big interest in. I, I it looks I love the art and the visual style of it. I can't wait to launch this on the deck. Yeah, dude. Thanks for Ronan. I'm looking forward to this. You've been talking about this, so I'm looking forward to playing this. It's gonna hit you in the same spot as your inscription, your uh Really? Oh yeah, man. I mean it's it's not quite as um it's a little more straightforward than inscription, which is the entire game is subversion, but in terms of just fun, interactive gameplay, your loop hero, there's definitely going to be elements that, that oh. you that you feel from loop hero. But it's a very unique turn based combat stealth game. I'm looking forward to it, bro. If you if you recommend it highly and it's the game you picked. It's got to be great. I think to this day, it's yeah. got like the second or third most playtime of any game for me on Steam. No shit. But the, it, to me, it's weird because you've only brought it up on the most recent of It's because I played it very heavy for like a little while um, many years ago. It's not a new game. Like this is plays a game. Good on the, uh, plays good on the deck. 
haven't played it on the deck to be honest oh. but i know that it will like i i i, I actually do want to i have it installed but i don't think i've played it but yes it it's it it i foresee it translating very well to the deck that was something i had in mind when purchasing as i'm sure you did yes uh i think that tome is going to be fantastic on the deck because you get to use that gyro element to the camera i mean the the main thing in this game is you walk around and uh the graphics on this are beautiful i mean this is a, an art style that i'm absolutely in love with and i think you're gonna feel that uh everything's got a lot of 3d depth to it even though at a glance it has it almost looks like it's made of paper mm -hmm. but there's a lot of uh, fleshed out 3d things in this game and also just the aspect of whipping out a camera this game suddenly going first person you walk into a big ass building and then you aim the camera at the ceiling you're seeing shit you would have never saw from the angle you had before just overworld playing so the camera brings so much life to this game because you suddenly see how everything is 3d modeled around you mm -hmm. everything isn't so aerial and so just basic you know uh, there's a shit ton of depth to how everything looks. The camera's pretty sophisticated. They've only continued to add filters and things like that to the camera. So now you get to play through the game with all kind of features I didn't even have when I originally played through it. Can't wait. Uh, and the, the, the main reason this game was the one I picked is because it doesn't take a lot of time commitment. It's laid back. It, it, it's a, I can play it watching TV. You could play it just, it, it's so laid back, dude. It, it's perfectly paced. Mm -hmm. It's got that collector, just enough of that collector element to it. Where What's you the get, actual like, objective? Like, what are you trying to do? I, I believe the objective is you want to catch a phenomena on camera called Tome. Oh. So you're trying to get. Get to the bottom of a, how to make that yeah, happen. Get to like up a mountain. Oh. To get this event on camera All that's right. known as tome right. but you don't know what tome is you don't know what the event is you don't okay. know what, uh so but the way they integrate the picture taken into like the quests and the missions and shit like that it's just done so seamlessly uh you can destroy this game in two sit downs and, and that, that was that's what i was looking for something you could get a lot out of with not having to sit down with it forever Ronan, you and can play through the whole story in, in probably a few play sessions, definitely. I think there's five well, big levels, yeah. But there's varying difficulties. Of course, there's achievements for doing the game a certain way, which mm -hmm. that is a big appeal to you, I know. Um, I think definitely. if you... I if you start like play through the game once and then start peeking into the Steam achievements and you'll get an idea of how to get the most out of the game. And I feel like that's always fun when you can play that way. Yeah, I, a lot of people like to dive in with the difficulty on. But whenever I approach a new game, I like to do a standard run on whatever the normal is. And if I if I'm into it and want to play through it, I like to raise the difficulty and stay good at the game. Yep. It's great, man. It's like... You're basically a Ronin, right? Like a ninja. And you have your line of sight is you can kind of like go that far and you kind of stick to roofs and walls to some degree. But you're trying to like stealthily make your way through buildings and you're like 
killing people along the way, but you can combat with them and like, you know, it's like turn based once they detect you. So they shoot at this you. Is like some, this is like some best flash game ever type shit. Absolutely. Absolutely. Vi- You're talking about it and I'm looking at the screenshot cycle through and that's what's coming to mind. That is a very good way of looking at it. Yeah. It's like, like the best flash, flash game, game that we go time. back to and back to and back to and back to. Well, shit, man, that was pretty good. I'm excited. Uh, I would ask you what your reasoning is for the purchase, but I mean, you kind of laid it out. Uh, Devolver Digital, uh, always publishing quality. Uh, we've seen that, uh, I mean, especially as of recently with shit like Loop Hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is know, in that th- same pipeline, man. It's in that same sort of energy for sure. It's funny how the games they publish all seem to have a similar charm, or they just they have a universal goodness to them. Definitely. They, I mean, I feel like I they work closely with their devs and, and kind of like, you know, it's sort of like, you know, they. I think that they're, that's by design, right? Yeah. But uh, I'm looking forward to playing Ronan, talking about it next time. I know you're going to enjoy Tome. Yeah, I, man, that, that's going to get played I'm, very soon. It's one of those games where you're not going to get attacked by anything. You can't take damage. But I think that we've both come to realize that great games exist that have those characteristics. Definitely. Uh, But how about we get into top five Switch Online recommendations? Now, we didn't do a gaming and pickups per se this time around, but next time around we're going to do one uh, because we'll have some games that have come out. Uh, Maybe Tyler will have a bit of a laxer work schedule gosh let's Who hope. knows maybe let's hope <laughs> uh, so we're gonna we're gonna put gaming and pickups on the shelf and we're gonna move straight into the top five man let's do it so did you have an honorable mention that we we didn't we have any no honorable oh, mentions this time we talked about it i think yeah we talked about that no honorable mention diving straight in would you like to begin my brother Number five on my list, and this is a no particular order situation, first and foremost. Mm -hmm. This game is standalone, but the rest of my list is going to be a game plus some other games. So I'm just laying it out there. Uh, But number five on my list, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 on the Sega Genesis. Oh, shit. I wouldn't have expected that. It's the best Sonic game, in my opinion, like the best 2D Sonic game there is. Certainly the best one that I've played. Sonic Advance is up there, but I feel like the, the, the two games are one and one with each other, like in quality and design to some degree. Like, so I feel like Sonic Advance hit on a lot of the things that Sonic 2 did well. But yes, Sonic 2, Sega Genesis, if you haven't booted the Sega Genesis on your Switch Online membership, Go play Sonic 2. See how you like it. I mean, it's 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 what you want out of a 2D Sonic game. Sonic 2 is fantastic. And uh, just having Sonic available on the Switch Online is a pretty strong inclusion. Mm-hmm. We don't talk about... You know, sometimes I feel bad because we don't cover these cycle-to-cycle uh, cycle Genesis drops we get on the Genesis Online. It's not always the biggest, most known titles. We'll talk about the ones that matter. Like the yeah, the ones that uh, matter a lot to us, I mean. 
I know we might be a bit Nintendo biased because, you know, like for a while we were on the every, you know, every single Super Nintendo and NES. But then, I mean, even the NES started to fall off with what they were putting out. It'd be um, tough to cover every game and, and stuff like that. We we, we will do. We were talking about doing a bit more of a deep dive into the libraries in some way, shape or form at a there's later a date. Lot, there's a lot there for us to do a lot with these these libraries it, it's interesting to see where they're at and i don't know you know where they'll go Definitely. You know, that it'll whatever we say will become outdated at some point uh perhaps more than likely uh, let's hope let's hope <laughs> that's all i could say but let's hear about your number five man uh, number five on my list is going to be crystallis on the nes when i saw that one of the updates had crystallis a game I had already become well aware of, owned a physical cartridge of, uh, really champion. I mean, anytime I, I get to talking about NES games, one of the first games I bring up is Crystalis. It's like the Legend of Zelda experience that you get whenever the hardware has been fully fleshed out. Interesting. And the formula has been laid out. And then you have, uh, you know, I believe it was SNK uh, that put together this Zelda style game and really did something special on the NES. I mean that this is one of the best games on the NES and, and the, the, the fact that it's there on the switch online for you to play, I, that's great to me because I don't have to, t- I don't have to talk you into buying a cartridge. Mm-hmm. I don't have to talk you into purchasing it. I know you have accessibility to it. So if I recommend the game to you, I know you have a way of playing it. It's, uh, that is m- interesting, man. Cause the thing that, your statement made me think of is virtual console versus switch online, right? Crystalis on the virtual console would have cost four ninety nine, probably nine ninety nine, um, which I I personally would probably never sp- like spend money on a game like that. But the fact that it is on the switch online means I do have unfettered access to it at no additional cost. Yep. Absolutely. So that's and, uh, pretty interesting. That's the beauty of the Switch Online is mm-hmm. that they're versatile in what they put up to where a lot of times it's, it's a it's a mixed bag. But I'm glad that something like Crystalis gets thrown in in that mixed bag. Definitely. It's a great title. And a lot of people are going to overlook it. The way I approach this list today is some maybe lesser known stuff you might have scrolled over a time or two and not really knew was fantastic. I got some big hitters on my list, but it's not the most popular games from the series. Um, but yeah, Crystalis. I mean, I'm throwing it out first because it's the first one that I thought of when we started to talk about this topic. Makes sense. Fantastic game. If I were you, if you decide to be an NES collector at any point, get that while it's hot. Don't want the price to go up on that. It's a fantastic game. You can still get it at a reasonable price. I think under 20. That's good. It's becoming less and less. Um, my number four is Mario Kart 64. What a fantastic recommendation. And this is exactly the type of game I would have picked if I went for the hard hitter, big boy approach. I yep, mean, Mario I mean, Kart 64, fun for you and fun for anybody else who's got the service. That's right. And it plays great. I mean, we played a whole Grand Prix together. Um, seamlessly. It's fantastic. It's, it's, race funny. <laughs> it's funny to go back and play having played eight for so long consecutively and seven 
to go back and have to kind of relearn the, the controls and the mechanics a little bit because it's very different. Yep. I remember we were playing oh, like trash yeah. for the first like race or two when we when we did our Grand Prix, or at least I was. Uh, you've you're always better at Mario Kart than me, so I always feel like I'm playing like trash. But uh, yeah, I I, I was oh. really excited to have that. No, man, that, that's a fantastic time. Uh, and then shout out to Super Mario Kart as well. Definitely. I mean, that's where it began. And that's still a great game. Definitely. And the drifting on that is even weirder, to be honest with you. Yes, uh, that is I, that is even weirder for sure. I, I don't recall an instance where I like successfully drifted in Super Mario Kart. Nah, if I'm playing SMK, I'm trying to stay on the course at all times. Like, that's that's what my full focus is is on. I don't think drifting even becomes part of the yeah, equation unless I need you're it. Breaking, you're breaking, you're slowing down, you're, <laughs> you're taking precautions. Yeah, but two great Mario Karts, but, but MK64, genre-defining for a kart game. I mean, it's what... Oh, e- absolutely, dude. Yeah, so that, that's really it. Uh, the next one on my list is a 64 title that we didn't get, Sin and Punishment. Now, this is a fantastic game. Uh, I think uh, when I first played it, I was like, man, this is really cool. Played it for a while. It's like Star Fox on foot. Very arcadey. Really advanced 3D graphics for the 64. I have got to admit. Uh, it's a great looking game. Mm. Uh, and it plays amazing. I mean, it's so fun, man. Any any fans of like that Star Fox type gameplay, or even just shooters, I could see anyone who likes uh, sh- the shooters, like Time uh, Crisis kind <clears throat> of game, or just it, more. When I say shooter, I mean more like in a in like a life force sense, or you know, like a, like a Gradius type of ah, shooter. You know, okay. say like a scrolling shooter. Of course. Now, that's not to say that's how the game plays, but I could see somebody who likes that type of game loving this shit. Is if you, as long as you're okay with full 3D aim, because you're aiming, you know, you're, you're aiming wherever. I think they have a lock mechanic to the game where you can switch it to lock on the enemies. Mm. Uh, but I like the free camera. It's a fantastic game, man. Uh, was never available here, so really glad to see it available on the Switch. Uh, would have loved to get a physical of this, but I think it's like 80 bucks. So I was kind of like, I'll pass on that for now. But you have access to it anyway. Absolutely. And I do play it from time to time. It's a great game. My number three is one of the most recent games we got on the N64. Uh, Kirby 64 Crystal Shards. Knew it was going to be on your list, and it's so deserving of the it- spot. It's, it's, I mean, man, how, like, N64 games outside of your big boys like Mario 64, they don't get better than this. I feel like it's in the top tier, top echelon of the, of that, like, of the entire N64 library. Up there with Glover, straight up. <laughs> Definitely. Um, I'm serious. Hey, I, I it's not my place to argue, but I, I definitely think that Crystal Shards is a reason that someone could want to get the expansion pack. Perhaps. If, if you think, really were a fan got... of the game as a kid, it's quite a good length game. Like there's quite a lot of levels in it. And I think it's. It's a good experience and it's worth it in my mind. Um, it's uh, it, it's one of those games that you pick up and 
it's really hard to put down. You want to just play to the end and just not move. Yep. And it says a lot about it because not not every game gives you that effect. But that, that's a game where, I mean, I remember the night that I got my Japanese cartridge in and I popped it in to test it. Popping that in and testing it turns into getting off only when you have to, you know. Yeah. Uh, so that really speaks to the game. I mean, it's the at 64 is not known for side scrollers, but you got one of the most powerful side scrollers you could ask for on the platform. Yeah, definitely. Crystal shards. Pretty funny to think about. We didn't really get platformers on 64, but uh, Kirby stayed true to the formula, even in the wake of 3D and just went ahead and looked 3D. That was good enough to me. Yeah. And uh, then even I do Smash have a, was a platformer. I have a side shout out with this one as well, actually. Not mm-hmm. the one that you'd think. Kirby's Dream Course on the Super Nintendo is a game that I absolutely love. And it's probably the game that I first played on the Switch Online service, like as a whole. Um, I, th- I think I remember that too. And yeah, Dream Course is fantastic. Such a good party game. If you and one other person are just like drinking, relaxed, like it's such a fun just party game to just dream course it up. Like it's very competitive. Superstar on the Super Nintendo. You got access to that on the Switch Online as well. Yep. It's another one of those, dude. Yep, I think so. that I should just keep keep the Kirby hype rolling, honestly, while we're on that. Kirby's Dream Land 3 was on my list. Hey, That'll perfect. be my next pick. Perfect timing. This is a very expensive Super Nintendo cartridge. With I'll good tell reason. you because uh, I, whenever this dropped on Switch Online, I played all the way through it. I sat down and I played it all the way to the end. Makes sense. And the art style, everything about this, this is your supreme kirby experience yep. i mean absolutely the art Typical, style is like second and one kirby it's just so unique the art style in this game was so unique it, it was bordering like 2d and 3d kind of i don't mm. know how else to put it had this certain look to it this special yoshi's island style charm but a bit more fuzzy it's just hard to explain man it's a great looking game uh so fun you get to see cameos from many other characters even samus wow uh they just have all these random cameos this was it's like link's awakening it's almost like one of Mm. these games where they were just let loose to just reference whatever nintendo shit they want to reference you know that's cool so you get this kirby's dreamland experience that's like 120 to 140 dollars on cartridge included with this service man that's fantastic couldn't agree more Kirby's well and alive in uh, the top five conversation today, Tyler. Yep. Uh, deservedly so. Uh, my number two pick is cheating once again. I actually just wrote two games, uh, Ocarina of Time and Wind Waker, because these two games, you can't really separate them out, right? Like, you, But Wind Waker's not on the service. Didn't it come... After the fact, am I am I mistaken? That's uh, it's about Majora's Mask. That's what I meant. Did I did I say okay. Wind Waker? You said Wind Waker. Oh, sorry, Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask, not Wind Waker. That's a okay. GameCube game. Okay, you lost me for a second, but you got me now. Majora's Mask, Ocarina of Time, they go hand Absolutely. in hand. So that's why they're together on my list, right? No question. Uh, Majora's Mask is a game that never strays too far from my mind. I spent a lot of time with that. When I got to be a, a preteen and teenager, mm-hmm. I feel like I was 
better equipped to understand it. Yeah, but I also gravitated more towards Majora's Mask as far as going back and playing through them. Like, I don't think I did a full playthrough of the 3DS remake of Ocarina, but you better fucking believe I did a full playthrough of Majora's Mask Mm -hmm. with the 3D remakes, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, And I don't know what it is. I think, like you said, it's just the... You're able to grasp the... It's not just spooky anymore. You actually grasp the depth of the game, you know? Uh, hits you a little harder, but it's those a are lot great of concepts picks. that are pretty tough to grasp if you're seven. Hard to name one over the other. Can't do it. It's hard to do, but they both have to come up if one's talked about. That's yeah. the rule. Yeah. Uh, so you follow Mask, that rule. Not Wind Waker. That's pretty embarrassing. Yeah. On the GameCube online. That's next, man. Well, we <laughs> we we did hear that there's a Game Boy add-on potentially coming at some point. That's what I want the most, honestly, dude. Give me the Game Boy. This I mean, list would look radically different after that. Radically different. Give me the Game Boy. I mean, dude, that's going to be the best there is when it comes to handhelds. I mean, the only thing they could do to blow that out the water is start offering DS games, just because that would be crazy. If uh, they as far really as do the, the era, if they really do a a Game Boy Online and they have actual main series Pokemon games on there with online capability. That's going to be something we really haven't like thought about, but that's like our wildest fantasies like as kids. You're pretty much right. Yeah. Um, having like a tablet you can take with you that has online capability. I mean, back in the day when we only knew about cartridges, that's all we knew. You know, we didn't know anything about anything, any digital nothing. Yeah. You know. Uh, so that's crazy, man. It's crazy to think about that. But you're right. The Game Boy would be the earth shattering one because we got the 64. We got the home consoles. You know, we, we sat down on the couch and played that together. But we didn't always get the link up with the game cable whenever we were with the link cable when we were younger. That was a special occurrence. Yeah. But so to have we'll that see. on tap is special. I mean, Pokemon Crystal or some shit, just ready to trade that type of thing. Yeah, can Wild. you imagine? Yeah. Uh, number two on my list, Tyler. Journey to Silius. I knew this NES. was coming. When you said you were doing off the beaten path stuff, I knew this had to be on the list. And I really wanted to shout out to Sunsoft. I really wanted to put Blaster Master on this list as well because Blaster Master deserves to be played and loved. I I, sh- I put two games in every slot, so you just go right ahead, man. Yeah, I, sh- I should have taken advantage of that and maybe squeezed more games in. I could have. Uh, but for this one, man, Journey to Silius, I actually discovered the game on the Switch Online. Uh, then I had visited Tyler on the way home. Uh, passing through Atlanta, stopped at a game shop. I actually forgot the name of the game shop. And uh, bartered on a cop, physical copy of it. Got a really good price on it and actually got to own the game. So I actually would have never even thought to own it or, or seek it if I hadn't played it on Switch Online. It's a pretty beautiful thing to, to get Yeah, pretty wild to think games. that the Switch turned you on to an NES game. Yeah, something I already collected for and it was pretty in the know about. Now, this is the... Seems like it's a bit of a more uncommon game. It's got a higher price tag on it. Uh, but just really glad I came across it, man. It's it's. I would say it's one of the best NES titles, honestly. I'll say that about a few games, but 
uh, Sunsoft outdid themselves with this one. So it had to be on the list, man. Great pick, man. So number one, my number one, it's like 17 games. No, uh, it is though. <laughs> super. So I had Super Mario World and Super Mario Bros. 3. And adding to that all stars and just that entire lineup of that era of games is probably the greatest Mario experience out there. So if you, you know, have a switch, you have this service, but you've like, maybe, maybe you haven't played all of the old Mario games, right? It's not that hard to imagine. That's where all stars comes in. I mean, that was the presentation of those Mario titles to us. Exactly. Our generation. All stars and super Mario world that will cover your bases like all stars was going to be my honorable mention yeah uh you just can't you can't top those three games uh re just redesigned visually on the same cartridge and you get lost levels like you said just archiving lost levels is cool as shit yep just having access to play it in the first place yep and i totally i, I think i mentioned it Super Mario All-Stars was going to be my honorable mention. Yeah. Because it's a little bit more well-known than everything else on my list. Uh, even though my number one is pretty well-known, but at the same time, it's a strong inclusion. Well, tell me about it. It's Paper Mario on the N64. That's a good pick. Uh, I mentioned something earlier about a high price on a cart for Kirby's Dream Land 3, I believe. Same story uh, here. Same story here. Now, I do still own this beautiful box Japanese copy. I'm very happy about that. Uh, but a cartridge, I mean, you're looking at no label 150, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, pretty ridiculous. So that is a very strong reason to have it on the list because it's on the Switch. I mean, you don't have to go buy a $200 cartridge. Nope, you can you just, just fire, fire that motherfucker up. And also... Uh, this is a great introduction to so many games that aren't available. Superstar Saga, RPG Legend of the Seven Stars. It's in the same vein. If you play this, you're going to absolutely adore the other games. As dramatically different as they are. Because all three of those games are so different visually. So, you know, so different in so many ways. But at the same time, they're all part of the same family, dude. I agree. Paper Mario kind of was the spiritual successor to RPG, like, Absolutely. in a way. And Superstar Saga, in a way, it continues that yeah. spiritual successor, you know. I'm wondering if the fact that they went away from turn-based RPG element combat in Paper Mario means that they are working on RPG 2. I don't know if it necessarily means that I'd love to think that, but it's uh, just very strange that we still don't have RPG on this service that we're speaking on here. I think it's got a lot to do with a lot of this is similar to the rare thing with GoldenEye. It's just we got Square Enix in the mix. The Square Enix and Nintendo are our buddy buddy. Like, I feel like with rare, there was a weird thing there 
And we do have Banjo-Kazooie now anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And you're completely correct because Nintendo and Microsoft are buddy-buddy as well. So it makes you wonder why it can't happen. Now, like I said, and I think we talked about it before, perhaps they're holding back on it because there is going to be some RPG too, and they're going to launch that shit in anticipation of it. There's not a lot of reason why they wouldn't put it. It's I mean, it's That's one of the I'm most talk, talked about ones at this point, especially because people wanted Donkey Kong Country so bad. That was the original one. Now you got all three. So the next thing is people start focusing on shit like RPG. It's absolutely is so. very noticeable. It's very noticeable. I mean, because it, it, it's, it's my favorite game of all time, let alone the system. So it, it's very noticeable to me. Because when I think about my personal Super Nintendo library, it's fucking there. But I feel uh, like, I guess Paper Mario is about the closest you're going to get to that experience on the Switch Online right now. Yep. Without Superstar Saga. Then, you know, I was so hyped. Uh, you collect games and sometimes you forget what you have. I was stoked all over again. That I was looking at my 3DS shit, which I don't look at often. And I saw the Superstar Saga remake. I totally forgot about about owning that. You know, That's it's been so game. long since I... I got it sitting in like a Mario cube full of 3DS Mario games. And uh, I forgot I had, you know, I got the case on the shelf. But man, is it a fantastic game. Like you said... One-in-one experience with the Game Boy one. Definitely. But what a top five, man. I, I don't think it's going to be the last one related to the Switch Online in no. these libraries. I got to no. tell you. They're going to grow this library. I mean, they completely invalidated another full content library to push this. So hopefully, you know, they stick with it for a while. And hopefully a lot of the things that we might have lost in the virtual console space comes back in some form. Continue, yeah. I mean, just if they stick with this for another 10 or more years, right, and it branches into whatever the next console iteration is and ties into that as well, I think that's that's where we want to be. Definitely, and I think if we get something like Game Boy anytime soon, I think it's going to really indicate the long life that they have planned for this service definitely these services you know uh, but excellent top five today my friend we got a three shop to do let's do it uh, i'm gonna kick it off with a game we talked a little bit about today resident evil 4 just thought it was appropriate man uh you can get that for 9.99 50 what are you off doing if you don't have it already i but mean yeah till 7.28 Sorry to just uh, interrupt. Uh, that's actually pretty long for the Switch store, too, in terms of things being on sale. I went out of my way to get some long sales. But yes, that's 11 days from recording. Uh, and, and it's RE4, man. I mean, what else is there to say? If you don't just have it on it. Switch for 10 bucks, you got like 12 gigs of space available or some shit, man. Cop it. Just get it. Uh, Monster Sanctuary, a game we've talked about recently. I don't, did you wind up picking that up? Mm-mm. I had a big interest in it, though. I could have bought you that game. Hey, that's okay. Uh, of course, I would have been taking the cheap route because it's actually uh, six dollars and seventy nine cents right now, uh, down from nineteen ninety nine. So you're getting sixty six percent off until August third. That's a long ass sale. Nice, yeah. Uh, that actually outlives the podcast cycle for once. That's pretty but strange. Monster Sanctuary, Met- Metroidvania platformy Pokemon type game. Yeah, that's awesome. So definitely an interesting game. Uh, and one we've had 
on many three shops, but none recently. Blasphemous. It's uh, on a big there. sale. I saw that. It's on sale on sale on Steam too. Six dollars and twenty four cents down from twenty four ninety nine, seventy five percent off. Yeah. Uh, it's a game I played until I got sick of it. I mean, I played, I just 100%ed it to oblivion and just did basically everything there was to do. And, and I uh, feel like it's been on sale I a few times time. recently. It has. It goes on sale pretty frequently. But I think that might also have a lot to do with the fact that 2's already been announced. And, you know, I'm sure you, you'll plan on seeing it on sale all the way up until the launch of the second one if and I after. had to guess yeah and probably after yeah especially the longer games are out the more you're going to see them on sale non-stop yeah uh, but that's three shop and that's the episode Tyler how you feeling I feel good man and this was a this was a good one I really feel like we hit a lot of different good topics today we got a lot more mileage out of it than I thought we were to be honest with you I think the Christmas in July thing wound up being uh, pretty fun a little bit more than I thought it was going to be and yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to playing Ronin and talking about it next time man. yeah we, man definitely like I said we already got next time's discussion locked in so I'm looking forward to it awesome man well uh, if you have any questions comments concerns or feedback please contact us at starroadpodcast at gmail.com you can also find us on YouTube like the videos comment on them subscribe to the channel hit the bell uh, Do don't forget to let us know in the comments uh, any ideas for topics or questions, anything like that. Happy to uh, happy to interact that way. Um, but other than that, I think that's going to be it, Sterling. It certainly is, Tyler. It's been a pleasure recording with you today. It always is, my man. Sounds good. Well, thanks everybody uh, so much for listening. Yep. Take it easy, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. We will see Peace. you next time.